0: Yeah, we're just young, dumb and broke. But we still got love to give while we're young, dumb. Young, young, dumb and broke. Young dumb, young, young, dumb and broke. Hey, it's Mia, i young, you. dumb, back. Young, young, Alexis. Nothing's ever changed. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be back. Even though we never left. So, how you doing, Alexis? Um, okay. Well, how's my week been? It's been, like, fine, honestly. Um, I haven't really had a lot of work in my classes, so I've just been kind of chilling. Um, I'm not sick anymore. So should I get to what's really, like, juicy? <laughs> yes, get and to what's, what's juicy. Okay. So, love life update.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alexis's love life is actually <laughs> the most chaotic, okay. disorganized... So we'll start with the... D- okay,
0: so i will start with the d money situation. Um, basically, we're, like kind of talking but like it's very weird because he like won't text me for like a while not a while like like 18 hours and then he'll just like pop back up and be like hey and I'm like that's like uh. <laughs> um so there's that <laughs> so that's that's the update nothing's changed really um still on that tinder grind
1: (laughs) okay so i'm gonna tell the story because she's not going to tell it no
0: okay so it's recently okay so not recently but a lot of people have told me in my life that when they first met me they thought that i hated them like they were like I thought that you did not like me like you did not come off like you liked me like whatever because I guess I just have a very cold exterior and also I'm just like so I have like resting bitch face and I'm like I, I have a cold exterior but I'm also like pretty I have like pretty bad social anxiety so like I just won't talk because I'm anxious about it but that translates into like I want you to die Leah thought that I hated her my roommate Kira our friend thought that I hated her Natalie our other friend thought that I hated her literally everyone in my life is like I thought you wanted to be dead so story time so I'm on tinder the other day um yesterday and (laughs) I saw this guy that we used to be like friends with okay
1: I need to explain we his we call him Kenneth Waltz after the international relations scholar, kind of for no reason. Um, it's kind of like we how, we come up with nicknames
0: for literally everyone in
1: our. It's life just like the way it is, and I, th- he like it, he we went to one party with him. Like he was kind of our friend, not really poor nice boy. Like he's nice. Like he's done nothing wrong. Um. So basically. I saw him on, (laughs) so I would
0: like avoid him because I was like, like, purposely, like she'd look down at her phone or like, he'd say hi to me and I'd say hi to him. Like, and I was just like, not. And then, so I saw him on Tinder yesterday (laughs) and I swiped right on him because I was like, oh, I wonder if we'll match. And we didn't. So I was like, okay, whatever. And then I was in my lab, literally chilling, infecting people because I was patient zero in my lab, you know, the vibes. And he sent me a message, and it was like, you know, I always thought you, like, really, completely disliked me. <laughs> that was that it. was That was the message. That was the whole fucking message. And I was like... I was in class, I was
1: like, oh, my dear God. Because he would... Like, Alexis and I would be walking somewhere, he'd come, and he'd be like, hey, like, wave to us. And Alexis would either ignore him, look down at her phone, or just, like, close her eyes. Like, I don't know I would what... Not close my eyes. No,
0: I would, like... W- I was just, like, weird. So that's that on that and yep that's that's it but i've decided i'm gonna stop being weird
1: <laughs> yeah we'll see how long that lasts. like okay you know like
0: New news res- this is like my monthly resolution sips coffee yeah it's actually pretty good you should have gotten the macchiato <laughs> oh my god it's fucking story time Leah and I, she was like, I want to try a macchiato. <laughs> I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, like that, that thing. And I was like, oh, like, okay. She's like, it's just espresso and milk, right? And I was like, yeah. And we were on our way to Dunkin' so I was getting the $2 iced latte. So I was like, why don't you get the $2 macchiato? And she's like, okay. <laughs> so we go to Dunkin' and she starts, like, making really weird eye contact with the donuts. She was doing what I would do when... Tenneth Waltz was around to just look at something else very strongly to avoid the situation. So then I order my latte and I'm like she she like starts latching on to me and I'm like, Are you gonna order?
1: She's like, I don't know, I'm nervous. I didn't order. I didn't want it. I you know. Yeah. It's how it be. And how are you,
0: like in it's, life? It's
1: been a really rough week. So, okay. I think that we need Okay, so Alexis and I both listen to this Barstool podcast called Schnitt Talk. I haven't been listening
0: to it that much lately. Oh
1: my god, I just hiccuped. Um, Because we're obsessed with it. And they do this thing called Cry Count. And basically it's like to normalize crying, whatever, like blah, 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 blah. I've decided that Alexis and I need to start doing Cry Count, but BU edition, so Cry Count on ComAv. Okay. <laughs> so what's Zero? Your, your- No, but in, it doesn't actually have to be on ComAv. Okay, 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 okay. Cry Count on ComAv This week? This
0: week? This is the bad week for me to do cry count, because I actually haven't cried at all this week, but the week where I ghosted D-Money, I cried every single day. (laughs) I also, like, I went through a big crying phase for, I would say it was, like, from the day I, like, left Canada to probably, like, the second week of classes, I would cry pretty much every day, kind of for no reason. I would just cry myself to sleep.
1: Um, so, but this week, it's a solid zero. My cry count is on Calm Ave is only one, but it was, like, a bad one yesterday. Like, see, the thing is, is, like, a lot of people, like, like, sometimes my cry count will be, like, three, but it's, like, because I watched, like, a sad documentary. Oh, no, like, I'm
0: talking, like, I cried, and I was, like, crying just emotionally.
1: No, no, yesterday I had, usually I only cry when I'm anxious, and yesterday I just had a full blown like meltdown and it was pretty bad and i was like um and then my roommate was like we should do a face mask tomorrow because how else does one respond when their roommate is having a full blown meltdown um however i did download headspace through bu because it's free for students this is not an ad for headspace this
0: is not sponsored by headspace although headspace if you're listening which are not and you want
1: to sponsor us um
0: my email is akgomes at bu.edu
1: but I have been meditating at night and in the morning. And my mom's been telling me to do this for years because it can help with anxiety. Um, but I've been like, you're full of bullshit, mom. My mom is not full of bullshit. My anxiety has been significantly less. And they have, like, it's between, like, three minutes, five minutes, or ten minutes. And, like, usually I only do the three minutes because, like, I can't focus for any longer I, than that. Oh, my that. God. I could not meditate. It's really nice. You should try it Because they tell you it's, like... They have they have one that's called like storyteller and it'll tell you like a bedtime story. Oh, that's kind of fun. I can't sit in silence
0: with my thoughts ever. Like there have been times <laughs> where like I've had to stop myself from taking out my phone when I'm like walking to the dining hall from my dorm, which is a 30 second walk. I'm like why can't I just exist in the moment? I don't know cuz I have ADHD undiagnosed, like we suffer
1: um but no i feel like alexis and i definitely need to do an episode where like we talk about like our struggles because i feel like if we did an episode our struggles <laughs> that's such a vague way to say that but you know what i mean like i feel like yeah. i because whenever i talk about my anxiety i'm like oh, i'm anxious oh but it's like not funny <laughs> i'm like actually i'm sorry <laughs> well, yeah, like i'm anxious oh <laughs> <laughs> like jokes no literally and then again i was listening to your talk yesterday and fucking ellie schnitt calls me out she's like yeah i'm really anxious and because i'm anxious i like to like focus on slash like kind of create like non-essential drama because instead of like, oh yeah examining myself i can like focus on the birth bo- thinking like i feel like if there's nothing else going on in my life it's kind of like
0: you ever, like, have a distraction, but you have to distract yourself from the distraction? Yeah. I have a lot of, I have, like, layers of distractions in my life, and I feel like when I, okay, so let's say, let, let me do the D-Money example, right? I'm mad D-Money's not texting me back. So I'm going to distract myself with homework. I finish my homework. Oh, God. I'm going to distract myself with, like, Instagram. Oh, my God. I'm sick of looking at Instagram posts. What do I distract myself with? My thoughts, and then I cry.
1: I But I feel like from the drama perspective. I feel like I am, well, I'm naturally a dramatic person, but I also, like, I don't I think fixate is the wrong word, but, like, something that's really not that deep will happen in my life, yeah, and I'll make it, like, a whole story thing so I don't have to focus on, like, what I'm actually worried about or, like, what I'm actually upset about. Okay, so uh, we're going to move on from this very long why are we dying segment into um we're gonna do something a little different this week (laughs) actually we there this week has been not only emotionally draining but also just there's so much going on in the news that we feel like we need to focus we also like loki
0: had like kind of an idea for a segment but nothing too spicy
1: nothing too the
0: idea wasn't we can still do the idea We'll we'll think about it but we just want to talk about the news so yep uh. 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 Good morning. Good morning. Good
1: okay.
0: morning. Um, let's talk about the, the new. new-
1: Um, So we're going to actually talk about the news story time. (laughs) I would just say that before we even get into the news, I feel like there's like a few weeks where I'm making like the top five and it's like, oh, there's a bunch of little stories that I like wish I could put in, but I can't because like I have to limit myself to five. This week, the top four stories require so much explanation I know. That it's not even like I could, we it, could just say it. It's like we have to like go okay. into okay, it. Okay,
0: so let's just start with... Um, you want to start?
1: No, you can take it away.
0: All right. Well, the coronavirus, you, you ever heard of it? Yep. So, just like an update... Um as of yesterday there are about 25,000 confirmed cases, 400 and something dead. Um but there are like 1200 people who actually recovered from it and are now symptom free, illness free, so that's great. Um so the virus is starting to look like a pandemic. That's what disease experts have kind of confirmed uh with like the CDC and everything. It's spread to now 23 countries including the United States. Um the Place in China where it originated, Wuhan? Yeah,
1: Wuhan's right. Wuhan, okay.
0: It's on quarantine. Like, the whole ass place is just locked down. And um, I feel like
1: we need to unpack that. Like, I know we say, like, oh, the city of Wuhan is, like, locked down. And we're like, okay, whatever. Because, like, let's be real. We're American and we couldn't care less for some reason on any other country. Go but off. that's, like, being, like, Los Angeles is on lockdown. Imagine if Los yeah. Angeles was on lockdown. Like, I'm not even trying to be dramatic, but this is like insane. That they're just like locking I mean, they need to because of like I'm not right. saying that it's like a bad political decision. I'm just saying the the fact that it the city oh has God. to
0: be locked out. So there's also like travel bans um being put into place. Like a lot of um airlines are canceling flights to and from China. Um so I have to do a debate in my ecology class you have to do debates no okay so we have to do two debates but my group just got our topic for our first debate which is next week and our debate topic is why travel bans are bad
1: oh my (laughs) god like for
0: diseases and stuff
1: that's so interesting see okay normally i feel like i wouldn't be freaking out as much about this but a a while ago So, on Netflix, they've, like, worked with Vox, and there's a series called Explained, and it's, like, 20-minute, like, mini documentary. Vox, I love you. Please hire me. But have you seen Explained? I've seen... I've watched a few episodes. So, they have one called The Next Pandemic, and I, like, clicked on it because I was, like, done with all the good ones, honestly. And I watched it, and it terrified me to my very core. And basically, what it said is, because of the technology that we have, diseases are getting... I guess better is not the right word. Stronger. Stronger. They like, the amount of antibiotic quicker. resistance we have is crazy. They can spread quicker, and once they spread, if we can't stop it within a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. it's too late. It's kind of interesting how you think... Like, think about, like, the Black Plague, right?
0: Obviously devastating to Europe, but, like, I feel like the disease probably wasn't even that strong. It was just that, like, people refused to bathe. Yeah. But, like, with, like think about how many people you talk to a day like think about us in boston how many people do we interact with a day like we stand in lines every day with people we go to lectures we go to huge ass lectures it's not like we're like chilling in the countryside like just us no it's like it's it's insane
1: so basically this pandemic is scary (laughs) and i am scared um also i would like to say that it's really weird because I'm taking both Alexis and I have to take this requirement class called human ecology. We're talking about and diseases now. Yeah. So Are it has. Yeah. It yeah. has like such. It's so relevant to what's going on. And basically we have too many fucking people on Earth. And so like we're reading this book total ten, 10 billion. And it's like we need to have less people on Earth. And like basically in terms of like the Earth itself, a pandemic killing a bunch of humans would be like great kind of (laughs) sexy but like in terms of like me being a human
0: who doesn't want to die (laughs) like when you talk about population control it's very easy to be like there needs to be less people on earth but then it's like think about the one child policy the government controlling bodily autonomy eh, not the best Well, and i
1: I next like we we have a debate it's not a debate it's more of a presentation and it's like the two sides are yes we need to control population and like how we're going to do that or no we don't need to control population i'm y- i'm yes we do need to control population yeah. and so like i have to like develop a plan as to how we're going to control it's population so and why like,
0: the one child policy failed horrible. It's horrible like it's a failure yes, and it's horrible i
1: mean it, it's what's really interesting is it's not a failure in what it int- intended to do it intended to reduce the population of china and because chinese families were having they were either like having abortions if they had girls or selling their girls or whatever now in terms of reproduction, not in terms of tra- attraction, but, like, in terms of reproduction, if you have a lot of males and few females, you're going to have a smaller next generation. Yeah. So it worked. It reduced it works, the initial population. It reduces the next generation but population. Let's not... And it's controlling it. However, people are killing their girls, sending them off. Like, in terms of moral implications, there's... horrific. I know. In terms of what it intended so how to do... So
0: how do you ethically control a population? Like, there's... You can incentivize people to have less kids. That's what... But how do you... Force people to have less kids.
1: I don't think that po- I don't think that the conversation around population control should be, "Hey, you must do this." I think that that needs to be a gradual shift to, "I'm going to yeah. give you lots of incentives to do this." So, like, we are going to provide free contraception. We are going to provide education. more education. We are going to, like, why did I just like forget how to speak English? We're going to provide incentives for you to have less children. Yeah. But if you're a government, like my professor was saying, oh. Wow, Professor Lavelli would be so proud of me right now. Um, if you're a government, you want your population to be a relatively large size so you can get more taxes. So, governments don't like it when populations decrease because you can only tax the old people for so long. And right? the issue is not that, like, population is like birth and death rates. So like, yeah, we're having, people are having more kids. Okay, kind of an issue. But the bigger issue is that. Old people aren't dying like <laughs> that sounds so much. Mess- but you know what I'm yes. saying? Like no, they're yeah. not dying because we have medicine. We have
0: fuck medical technology.
1: <laughs> if you get an illness, that's it. It's your time. So I don't know how this transitioned to do a conversation about population control, but I think when we think of the coronavirus and when we think of the fact that it's being categorized as a pandemic, the implications are so much more than just pandemics are really bad. They kill lots of human beings and it's very, very scary. It also we have to think about it in terms of climate change, the issue with population. Like there's just so many layers. Also,
0: I don't know how the coronavirus I don't know people are still being racist yeah what's up with that we talked about this last week but people are still being racist and that's one of the things that we're going to talk about like why travel bans are inherently bad because they frame an entire group of people as the other dirty sick and
1: it's also like don't think like i just want to like tell people who like Aren't Chinese and like think that like Chinese people are the problem. I want to be like you know that like you could have easily started this disease. Like it's not.
0: I know it was. You're not it special. Was animals. Like you're literally
1: not. Special. Also,
0: let's just say that like I said this last week and I'm gonna say it again. Okay, yeah, it's a pandemic, right? Like whatever. But out
1: of almost eight billion. <laughs> whatever. People, no, but
0: out of almost eight billion people on Earth right now, there's twenty five thousand people infected.
1: No, I know, but the issue is not. The issue is more we don't know a lot about the coronavirus. But I'm saying that if you live on a farm in
0: Nebraska or Iowa...
1: You're vibing. You're living your best life right now. And you're out here,
0: like, preparing for, like, nuclear warfare, you're being a little bit dramatic, and I stand by that. Speaking of Iowa...
1: Yeah, let's talk about that. So Let's talk about...
0: The Iowa caucus
1: Okay I feel like Let's first Talk about what happened Then we're gonna go into Why the Iowa caucus Is important politically Then or I'm gonna Or why ha- it's not Then important. I'm gonna have Alexis Go into her rant About why the Iowa caucus Is not important okay. But we wanna tell you like well, I feel what like- is the Iowa caucus So okay What the Iowa caucus is Is you have people From Iowa And they're not just Silently voting So they've created groups Around candidates They're like they're like loudly rallying for their candidates. So whether it is just like they're saying like we support this candidate like loudly speaking, they're also going to other groups. So, OK, so, uh, let me give you an example. For example, like so they'll do like first round of voting. And if your candidate doesn't qualify, like like think like Andrew Yang.
0: Yeah. Um, How is he not qualifying?
1: I don't know. If you think about like Andrew Yang, people who support, um, I don't know, Joe Biden, for example, will go over to the Andrew Yang group of people and try to talk to them and say, "Hey, like your candidate's not going to go through." So why come don't you vote co- for this sexual predator? I mean, they don't really <laughs> say that, but that, that's like kind of the what their mindset is, and they they do this for hours. Like this is the essential process, and eventually you narrow it down and you have your top five. So the important thing
0: about The Iowa caucus is it tends to predict who's going to win the primaries and who wins the primaries is obviously the electoral candidate that the DNC puts forward for. Exactly. So the the Iowa
1: caucus is is kind of an indication to voters nationwide. This is most likely going to be the candidate for the political party. Think
0: about that. So (laughs) the result. Okay. so here's what happened in Iowa. They were using this app called Shadow because apparently we're too good for pen and paper now. So it was either you could use the app Shadow or you could call in on a hotline. And basically there were a lot of problems with the app. First of all, just with the functionality of it, people weren't able to log on. They weren't able to download it. It was crashing. It wasn't working well. Um, I Go back into the app. Okay, so basically the app like just was not working, like literally at all um also we need to explain that there's a difference um in the Iowa caucus between the popular vote and the delegate vote much like the electoral college um but anyways so the app wasn't working so people were trying to call so then there were like too many calls and there was just like a lot of logistical problems with the
1: Iowa caucus and how votes were being cast call me old-fashioned I don't know what's wrong with paper also, what's really interesting is there was a lot of problems with the votes being, and like yesterday when I was like looking at this at around like 10, 30-ish p.m., it was 92% reporting, and like that might- Not mean, even like, but people were like, oh, but like this probably isn't accurate.
0: So now they're doing a re-canvas.
1: Well, it's not even, and it now, I'm checking it right now, and it's, what is it? 96 percent it's not it's not even like i know that we're like 96 percent big of a state i know that the 96 percent we're like well it's i mean that's like close it's like no no 96 percent is not 100 percent. and when it's super like between pete and bernie they have the same null- number of delegates the percent vote is 26.2 to 26.1 like the count is 550 to 547 suddenly that four percent
0: it's very important. Okay, so what's weird is that so like I said, there's the delegates and then there's the actual votes. So for example, I'm looking at this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so for example, <laughs> Joe Biden has zero delegates, but he has 331 votes, which is 15.8 percent. But he has zero delegates. But Pete Buttigieg has 11 delegates and 26.2 26.2 percent of the vote. Like, how do you? How do you have votes but no delegates? Like I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like the Iowa caucus, and I don't like Pete Buttigieg, and I don't like that he rigged the election. I don't like it. Okay? okay, wait. So now we're gonna go into
1: that before Alexis goes on her rant. Um. So what's really interesting about Buttigieg is he announced that he he gave a speech where he indicated that he won before he knew the results, and people yeah, are like, "That's he tw- and pretty he, like, weird." Out.
0: He tweeted out he was like, "So just heard that I won in Iowa," and then you Google Iowa caucus results, and it's like. Z- there's nothing there and it's like and i understand you can have internal results but to actually say that you're that you've won is it a little shady and then you do a little bit of um background research into in shadow the app basically the creators of shadow um are like really big pete supporters there's a lot there's been lots of like transactions between the app Shadow and Pete Buttigieg as a candidate, not like the DNC. I'm talking like specifically Pete 2020 or whatever his campaign is called. So, some people have been saying that essentially whether Pete was up to this himself or if it was the DNC, because a lot of people have been speculating that the DNC, because the DNC doesn't really like Bernie. So, people are like, the DNC is going to push Pete forward, you know, just be like, oh, we're going to have, like, Pete win. Win. Air quotes around win. And also, but also people are just like, no, Pete just campaigned really hard in um, certain, like, counties in Iowa that had more
1: delegates. I don't get, I don't understand this. So, also I want to get into the fact that, Bernie Sanders is now claiming that he won the popular vote in Iowa, which as of like the 96% reporting now is no longer true. And what's really important about this is usually once the Iowa caucus results go out, go out, come out, according like kind of just historically, candidates that are lower will drop out of the ring. Um, What's really important, more importantly, is so Pete Buttigieg, as of 96%, as of 96%, not 100%, has won the Iowa caucus. But... Bernie Sanders is also claiming that he won. So usually when usually like I was saying his, his story,
0: internal numbers
1: show him winning. winning. Yes. Yes. His that's that's the difference. So according to the published results he did not win the popular vote. He did not. They're tied on delegates. Um, But in terms of like internal numbers it's saying that he won. So because of that. There's no clear winner now of the Iowa caucus. Which is why we're for now re-canvassing. From, like, the general public. Even like they though New Hampshire, as of when you're listening to
0: this, New Hampshire is, like, today. So I don't know why we're redoing Iowa. I don't know why we're putting so much emphasis on Iowa. Also, um,
1: what was I going to say? Also, I would like to say that... um. Because of the mix-up in Iowa, it's done a number of things. One, it's weakened the way that the Democratic Party looks. It's confused everyone. Two, it yeah, it's confused voters. They don't know if Sanders or Buttigieg won. Also, three, it has led people to kind of question the purpose of the Iowa caucus, which and I think is a
0: good thing. But it's like the contra- like it's kind of like a two-sided coin. It's like the controversy is bad, but also if we're talking about the effectiveness of the Iowa caucus.
1: Let's talk about it. And then finally, one good thing is that Amy Klobuchar did really, really well in Iowa. Like surprisingly, like they did not predict her to do that well. She's actually like pretty close to Joe Biden now, which like everyone's like, who's Amy Klobuchar? Who's Amy Klobuchar? But I was listening to The Daily and it was talking about there's a good chunk of voters who just want to vote for a woman. And so like they're Klobuchar fans. But if she ends up dropping out of the race, they will switch to Warren because they want to vote for a woman. Um, And then there's a lot of Klobuchar fans who, if again, she drops out of the race, they're probably going to switch to Buttigieg just because she's like a centrist. Can we talk about
0: how, here's a question I have. Pete Buttigieg has been polling fifth or fourth in the nation forever like he it's it's been like Bernie Warren Biden top 3 and then Buddha judge so where's this 26.2% coming from is my question like okay a lot of people are just like oh you're just you're, you're bitter ooh bitter bernie bros whatever the fuck okay if it was joe biden that was at 26.2% would i be angry as someone who hates joe biden yeah but i'd be like oh that makes sense it's iowa it's Joe Biden. But why Buttigieg? Where did his numbers come from? Yeah, B- Buttigieg is quite surprising. Like,
1: B- Bernie being second, honestly, I expected. I did not expect Bernie to get the nominee. I would expect, I, w- I expected Biden to win. Well, everyone expected Biden. But I think that's, again, I, it's like we we haven't learned our lessons. When we expect certain people to win, they don't, and that's why you need to vote for who you're passionate for. I know. For. The,
0: I think the the weird thing, and I think this is why it's calling a lot of attention to itself, because believe the DNC is rigging it, rigging the count. Y- yes or no? But if you're going to put forward someone, let's let's say the DNC did this. Let's say they rigged it. Let's say they put Buttigieg forward. Why Buttigieg? He hasn't been polling at 26.2% nationally. So it makes no sense that he would poll at 26.2% in Iowa specifically. Unless I understand there's certain candidates that campaign a lot in certain things Joe Biden like he's been campaigning but I feel like he's also been relying a lot on name recognition. So maybe the people in Iowa are just more familiar with Pete Buttigieg. I don't really know if that's true. I haven't looked into um, how much each candidate is spending per state because I have a personal life. Um, But it's just weird to me that it's Buttigieg of all people.
1: The Iowa caucus has a lot of consequences, but I would say the number one consequence of the Iowa caucus results being delayed is that it makes the Democratic Party look like a clown. And the last thing, it looks like a circus. The last thing that the Democratic Party needs right now is to look like a. Also, did did you see the guy flipping the coin
0: and then flipping it back over to give the delegate to give the delegate to Pete Buttigieg? Did you see that video? I didn't. They were like, "Oh, the votes are tied. Do we do Bernie or Pete?" The guy flips the coin and it lands on like whatever was for Bernie, and he flipped it over like on camera. and was like, "Oh, it's for Pete." Okay. Oh, think oh think what basically you, think, okay think what you want about bernie think what you want about pete Buttigieg. but the democratic party is like we have to be taken super seriously we're gonna beat trump guys i swear how are we gonna do
1: it we're gonna flip coins in iowa yeah i think at the end of the day who's to blame for this the democratic party it sucks <laughs> and i you know like i like i, I get the slogan Glo- glow glow <laughs> go blue no matter who but if you're gonna be a clown democratic party it's making it a lot harder for people to want to go blue okay maybe you don't vote for trump though i'm not gonna vote for trump i'm obviously not gonna vote for trump he does not like me <laughs> or my people it's like the
0: democratic party is literally like we're gonna beat trump like fuck trump like blue wave and then iowa happens if shit like this happens in new hampshire it's game it's game no it's actually it has serious ramifications
1: we're gonna stop talking about iowa because i could talk about iowa for ten thousand years we're gonna
0: keep talking about politics
1: (laughs) don't worry next up we have the state of the union this happened tuesday night let's get into it did you watch it i didn't but i read the transcript the whole transcript i don't have time for that um, I mean, I did I did cheat a little bit. I listened to a little bit of the audio and then read a little bit and like, did a little yeah. back and forth. So basically, let's just sum it up real quick. The main things that President Trump hit, which was expected, was the strength of his economic policies, his stance on immigration, which we'll go into, and I'm going to talk about it, the game show element. So What game show element? Oh, get ready. So the New York Times basically talked about how President Trump like, had different guests. Yeah. And Well, they always do. No, no. No, let me get into it. And so this woman, like, her wa- her husband was, like, stationed in Afghanistan, has been away for a while. She's, like, raising her kids, having a really hard time. Like, actually, Yeah. Etc. And so he's giving this speech, and he's like, you've sacrificed so much. And basically he's like, and now here enters your husband. And, like, her husband came. And then he did another thing. What? I, like, wish I was joking. And then another thing happened where, like, it was like a young african american woman and student i don't know why i said woman she's like a child um a black girl there's a black little girl <laughs> and basically he's like and you get some money like he did it like molds i like a okay he didn't say it like that but he basically and then he did that with a girl and then he gave the award um to oh my god what is that? the
0: medal of freedom
1: yeah to what's to that? rush limbaugh yeah. the racist man yeah, but basically all night he was have doing these seen, things like, have
0: you seen those quotes from rush limbaugh i
1: don't want to look at them but basically he did this thing all night where he was like and you get some money and you get your husband rush you limbaugh oh my god you know what i learned
0: this morning that rush limbaugh is the reason for the terms feminazi and libtard that's not the worst thing that he's done he also said slavery was like a good thing but like
1: Anyway He
0: has He now has the Medal of Freedom Which is the highest Honor a civilian can have But he also has lung cancer So I guess it cancels out
1: (laughs) And then um, U.S. Representatives mm, Alanya Presley Thank you And Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez Why why was that so hard for me Refused to attend The State of the Union Because basically They were like President Trump is a clown And deserves no rights Period Kind of making some points Um So let's talk about the most important thing in the State of the Union, besides the game show host element, which is (laughs) pretty funny. Um, The next,
0: What is politics? What is it? I sit here as a political science student. I love politics. I'm so passionate about it. And then you want to talk about the State of the Union, the biggest thing a president does each year. He's addressing the country. He's telling them what's going on. And what does he do? He makes it. Into a game show. A game show. Like what is this? (laughs) This is from the New
1: York Times. Like The Price Is
0: Right. He's like, and you points Mexico, and you get a wall.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You get a trade
0: war. You get a trade war.
1: (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about the Nancy Pelosi President Trump drama. Remember how I said that I like drama to avoid my anxiety? This is the drama I'm talking about. So.
0: It's even- is Nancy. <laughs> it's- Nancy's like, I can't control the sentence, so let me make some trouble
1: with you It all. is evening. It's a Tuesday night. President Trump stands at the front of the room. Oh. Nancy walks in. <laughs> she goes up to shake his hand. President Trump retracts his hand. She starts to get flush, immediately upset. Can you she stop be- narrating it like this? <laughs> she starts to introduce him, but instead of complimenting him like normal protocol, she just says, and this is President Trump. Finally, she starts to rip up his speech.
0: So he gives the speech, and then she, like holds it up behind him and like rips it in half
1: and that's the level of petty that i'm trying to be
0: the thing is is that like there's a lot of people that are being like oh my god nancy pelosi savage and then there's people on the other side that are like this bitch is so unprofessional and some of us just want politics to function like it should
1: (laughs) some of us are out here like great you ripped a piece of paper now should we talk about what he said in the state of the union about immigrants bring crimes to
0: areas i honestly do think that like her doing that and i know she didn't do that to detract from the speech but i think that when you do something like that that calls attention to it and it's more of a dramatic thing that's what people are going to talk about because i read articles about the state of the union but the thing that popped out to me was nancy pelosi ripping up the speech not his game show
1: or him being like immigrants bring crime and i've kept them out yeah Weren't said by Donald Trump. I know. Don't worry. Speaking things of Trump, get worse.
0: Speaking of <laughs> Trump, remember when we were talking about impeachment and we were like, can we hurry this up? Well, actually, I kind of wish impeachment was still going on
1: because the bitch got acquitted. So, okay, there's a let's talk about the logistics first. So, there's article one. He had two articles of impeachment. The first one was abuse of power, and then the second one was obstruction of justice. It wasn't even close to the two thirds that you need for abuse of power. Which it's guilty 48, non guilty 52, and then for the second one, it's guilty 47, not guilty 53. Now that we have all the facts out of the way, there's someone I want to talk about Mitt Romney. So, Mitt Romney broke party lines, which is the first time in history that a senator has ever voted against a I president know. of his own power to impeach President Trump. And what I would like to say is whether you like Mitt Romney or not. Do you like Mitt Romney? No. Uh, uh,
0: I don't like Mitt Romney. I
1: like Mitt Romney's economic policies, but I, in terms of like a good so like social policies, he just doesn't have them. So that outweighs. Anyway. He's kind of just like a Jesus freak. Yeah. That's what I mean by social policies. Yeah. The Jesus, <laughs> Um, But what's really interesting about Mitt Romney is that he was interviewed by the New York Times, and basically he represents kind of what the classic idea of the Republican Party is. Besides, like you know, like his like religious viewpoints. If we look into his like actual political values, he believes in a small government. He believes in a free market economy. I'm not saying you have to agree with these things, but I'm saying like this is at its conception, what the Republican Party was supposed to be. Yeah. And I think his view on, when he was talking about President Trump, he was like, you want to talk economics with President Trump? Sure. Like, I think that you can have that conversation. But he was like, he abused his power. Yeah. Period. He said, I don't I don't think he obstructed. <laughs> Period. I don't think he obstructed justice during the trial, which I also kind of agree I don't think he obstructed justice. Do I think he abused his power? Yes. Should he have been impeached on Article 1? Absolutely. Article 2 was a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, but they always overstretch things. I know. But I think also the interesting thing is Mitt Romney knew that his vote wasn't going to be a turning point. So the fact that he decided to vote like against He's woke. And he said something actually really really insightful. He said I, he's pretty old now. He's like around 70. Is he's he? Yeah, he's towards the end of his career. Like he's yeah. he's going to work for a little bit longer and then he's going to retire and be happy. Um
0: good for him. I know
1: kind of, right? But he he basically said, after being in political office, I've learned that I have done a lot of things wrong, and it's very easy to convince yourself. Like he said, you can convince yourself you're doing it in the name of God, you can convince yourself whatever to do something that benefits yourself and say yeah. it's the politically right thing to do but he was like most of the time the politically right thing to do does not benefit yourself right and he said it's taken me many years and mistakes to learn this and i now have and that's a very big deal for him yeah. to say for him to be like i fucked up. i've fucked up and president trump has now fucked up to a point where he needs to be punished can we okay did you have you read anything about the pierre delecto thing no
0: okay so there's this twitter account (laughs) okay no like this is like pretty serious there's this twitter account it's like at pierre delecto or whatever and it's just tweets like i hate trump trump is bad blah 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 and it was, like, exposed that Mitt Romney runs that Twitter account. <laughs> was and then, it? Yeah. Uh, or it's not confirmed, but it's, like, people have done a lot of research. They're, like, this is Mitt Romney's Twitter account. Wait. Or, like, sec- basically, Mitt Romney is out here being, like,
1: kind of woke. <laughs> like, But, like, 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 I said, Mitt Romney represents... Yeah,
0: it is. It's his Twitter. <laughs> Pierre Delecto. Literally, it's, like... Um he was tweeting at Fox News. <laughs> he was tweeting um in defense of himself, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> which I think is kind of funny. Um yeah, just like pretty much he would like defend himself. Um But what's really actually quite sad is Mitt Romney's see only Republican to hit Trump on Mueller report, only one to hit Trump on character time and again. So you think he's one of that moral compass? of replying to someone that criticized him. So basically, he has this whole Twitter account to defend himself and also be like, fuck Trump. Because he's actually called out Trump before. This wasn't like... This isn't new.
1: And again, it's because Trump is not a Republican. Like, he's not. He is a populist. He doesn't... Like, I'm not... Yeah,
0: see? Loyal to principle Trump's loyalty to party or person. Yeah. Right?
1: Um, But to kind of go back, Mitt Romney's own niece like criticized him and basically ostracized him. Really? Because of his decision. Yeah, it's actually really sad. Um, I don't know, I'm like laughing because I'm sad. Um, he's been like called a traitor by President Trump. His own party is outraged with him. He knew <coughs> the ramifications of his decision. And this is like, I know, I feel like a lot of people who are registered Democrat do this thing where like, if a Republican does something good, They don't really give them the credit they deserve. I don't know if that's just like me, but they do this thing where they're like, yeah, okay, he did it, but he's still this, but he's still that. And, like, we can criticize Mitt Romney all we want, but that's not the point. The point is that Mitt Romney stood up for what he believed in, stood up for what he believes are the ideals of the Republican Party, and did it at great political risk to himself. Mitt Romney did a good thing, but that doesn't mean he is free from
0: criticism. Of course. To be honest, like, the thing is, is that Mitt Romney ran for president in 2012, I was 10 slash 11, so, like, I don't really know anything about Mitt Romney's policies because, to be honest, I don't really keep up with um, Utah, Um, so I don't really know anything about his policies or what he's criticized for, but good on him. Also, Trump should have been impeached, or not impeached, convicted. He was impeached. Should have been convicted, and I stand by that. And I will continue to stand by that because. Did a bad thing. Bad thing. <laughs> All right, should we get into the last story? Wait, so who. Did Mitt Romney vote for abuse of power but not obstruction of justice? Yeah. Okay. Fair. Makes sense.
1: Now, so the final story that we got is like. This story is still important. It's just not being talked to a lot we're about. Moving,
0: we're moving away from Trump. Thank God.
1: We're actually, not. He controls the Department of Homeland Security. God fucking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're moving away from like. I mean, he told them to do this. Mainstream Trumpisms. Yeah. So basically, the Department of Homeland Security has temporarily banned New Yorkers from entering global entry. So global entry is like a way to get through security quicker. Honestly, it's like the gist of it. Like at an airport? Yeah. It's like TSA pre-check. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what... (laughs) <laughs> happened is new york city has like been criticized for being a sanctuary city because they like despite the fact that their cops may or may not be racist they really thank hate you them. michael bloomberg <laughs> they really hate ice like yeah. new yorkers new york officials hate ice
0: for good reason they just hate them. i also hate
1: ice And so they've passed something called the Green Light Law, which lets undocumented immigrants get a driver's license. But what President Trump tried to do was like, I don't know if you guys, I mean, I'm sure if you've been to the airport, they like warn you when you show them your driver's license. Hey, you either need to get a passport card or a new driver's license in order to be able to travel within the United States because they're changing the requirement on driver's license because they're trying to weed out undocumented immigrants from being able to travel. New York was like, yeah, we're not going to do that. We're yeah. going to let undocumented immigrants get a license. And that's on that. And Trump was like, oh, you're cute. And is like, is this how it went down. Yeah. And was like, y- there's no global entry. And while this doesn't seem like a big deal, it's like basically a clash between what's the state's power and what's the federal government's power. And even more broken down, President Trump is like, sanctuary cities drive up crime, they drive up murders, they drive up rapes. But it's funny because he only seems to disapprove of sexual assault when an illegal immigrant is committing it, not when he's committing it himself. It's also like...
0: (laughs) Thank you. Trump's like, okay, so the reason for crimes in these cities are the immigrants and not the complete lack of funding that these cities receive to fund social programs that would effectively help reduce crime. But Trump doesn't believe in funding social programs to reduce crime.
1: There's also no evidence that sanctuary cities com- like, com- have a higher weight of crimes. There's no evidence that illegal immigrants commit more crimes more than legal immigrants cities? or citizens. Cities just have high crime rates. There's no evidence that... like types of crimes are linked to illegal immigrants like there's just no evidence i don't know how to say this there's no evidence <laughs> but there's no
0: evidence there's no evidence
1: should, should i say it one more time
0: yes yeah, say it again there's no evidence well as we all know trump's campaign is based off of and a lot of reason why a lot of people have this hatred towards immigrants is because it's all fear-mongering it's hate-mongering it's really not like trump doesn't need evidence in a way to appeal to his voter base Like, Trump can stand at the microphone and be like, illegal immigrants, bad. And he's playing on their emotions, and that's why people believe these things. So, like, obviously Trump doesn't have evidence, but, like, whether or not he really needs it to get his point across, I think, is debatable.
1: I agree with that statement. But hopefully, like, with the spread of information, people will learn that the claims that he's saying are false. Hopefully, the Democratic National Committee... Convention? why did I say? Committee. I don't know. The DNC. I'm going through it. Hopefully, the, the DNC can get their head out of their ass and fix shit before we get closer to this election. Hopefully, the coronavirus isn't a pandemic. Uh It's been a rough week. <laughs> it's
0: been. But not for Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> it's been a rough week. Oh my god! Did for you? For everyone s- except Pete Buttigieg. Did you see that one voter that found out Pete
1: Buttigieg was? gay and was like can i retract my vote oh my god no. on that note thank you for listening to this very weird special edition but the news was so important this week that we couldn't even talk
0: about anything else. other things no it actually
1: was and it was so much to unpack that it would we could we can't just be like president trump state of the union it's like we have to talk. i know about we it.
0: can't just be like oh yeah the iowa caucus happened yeah we're also both like political science students so
1: maybe that's why we just they're like so we're tweaking this week but thank you so so much for listening hope that you have a wonderful maybe relaxing weekend hopefully relaxing (laughs) my weekend's gonna be packed and you should shut up and
0: start talking about the coronavirus and the iowa caucus and the state of the union and the impeachment acquittal and global injury
1: and maybe amy Kul-
0: Kul- klobuchar off i fucked it up maybe amy klobuchar <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh go! woke up feeling like i just might run for president even if there ain't no precedent switching up the messaging i'm about to add a
1: little estrogen